Okay, good morning. It is, or afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this, it is Friday, May 22nd, and we are here, almost done with second grade. We have about a week and a half to go. I am totally impressed that we made it this far, (laughs) and that we're almost there. I am excited for third grade, too, because we've got some cool things to study. We're going to learn about farms and structures and... Oh, I don't know. All sorts of cool things. So, let's get ready. Uh, today, I oh, I wanted to remind us that on Monday we don't have school because of the holiday. And then we have one more week, and then we'll be out, and you'll all be third graders. So, and this summer we're going to figure out what school will look like next year. But I can pretty much guarantee at some point we're going to see each other, and I cannot wait. Oh, my word. <clears throat> I miss you all so much. And I miss being a teacher in a classroom, talking to other teachers at school, and just seeing you guys is the by far the hardest part for of this whole whole thing. And I would love to like to say that our Zoom meetings have been so great that even for the little time that we get during the week, it's so nice to see everybody's faces and hear you say funny things and see you laugh and smile at certain things. That like really brightens my day. Even sometimes I think, hmm, what are we going to talk about? I get nervous, and then as soon as I see you come on, I'm like, oh, there's my friends. (laughs) Yeah, it's so nice to see you. So, anyways, um, today, I am feeling good. I'm in the green zone today because we're, yeah, like I said, we've almost done all the work we need to do for second grade, get to start thinking about third grade, and there's just a lot to look forward to. Things have been pretty rough for the last couple of months, in some cases, and so now we get to move forward and think about all the positive things coming ahead. And I would like to just give a compliment to everyone who is at home doing work, listening to my lessons, sending me emails, keeping up with stuff. I just feel like we've all worked pretty hard, and working at home you don't know if it's a good job or a bad job or if you're working too easy or too hard. or It's hard to gauge things. So I just want you to know that I'm proud of all of you for doing whatever work you can do and that we're all going to make it through and we've got the summer to look forward to. So, uh, yeah. Now, the thing, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was being brave because... This is it for some people this is a really scary time or maybe if you're I mean every time I go into the grocery store now I feel a little scared that maybe maybe I'll get sick. I don't know. People are wearing masks, they're wearing gloves. It's hard to not be a little scared at times around now. So, I wanted to talk about bravery. Um so for yeah, I wanted to talk about bravery. Now this girl There's a girl I wanted to talk about. Her name's Malala. And she's a famous person. She's the youngest person to ever win the Nobel Prize. And her name's Malala Yousafzai. I say this wrong, probably. (laughs) Yousafzai. That's how I would say it, I think. So, Malala was a girl who... Well, she is a girl. She's still a pretty young girl. But in 
she was born in 1997. So that's before you guys. So she's a little older than you. But she was born in a country called Pakistan. Now, Pakistan is in the Middle East. And at that time, they had a pretty good government. And the country was pretty nice. And Malala's father, he ran a girls' school. So it was a school just for girls. And he was a good good man. He's being a good teacher and all of that. And then... In 2008, in Afghanistan, they had a different government come in, and this government did not believe that girls should go to school, and they were called the Taliban. Now, the Taliban were extreme extremists. They were really, uh, well, I'm going to say it. They're terrible. <laughs> Taliban's awful. They did not let women do have like freedoms, and they were very restrictive. They told everybody in Pakistan how to live, and not, not like, oh, you're free to do what you want. They had a lot of rules, not good rules. And so, uh, she, Malala was going to school where her dad taught, and she thought, this is, this is the most important thing. So the, the Taliban came to rule the country, and they banned things, many things, like owning a television, couldn't play music, and anybody that did these things, they got extremely harsh punishment. And, of course, girls could know, they could no longer go to school. So, uh, at the time, in 2008, Malala was 11 years old, and she had to say bye to all of her classmates and all of her friends. And she did not like this. So, I mean, think about it. Her dad's the one who started the school. He's running the school. He believes that girls should definitely learn, just like everybody else. And so, Malala did not think this was right. So she started speaking out. And she was saying, of course girls should have the right to go to school. Of course, this is just common sense that everybody has the right to learn and be a part of society, right? Well... This was not what the Taliban thought. And so one day on the way home from school, Malala was on the bus. Now, this part's really pretty scary. I don't want you to get too scared because it all turns out to be good. But Malala's on the bus, and because she had been speaking out and talking about having the right to go to school, uh, a man who disagreed, a Taliban member, came on her school bus and he asked, which one's Malala? And he figured it out. And so he came up to her and he actually shot her in the head. Now, that's terribly scary. But think about that. She got shot because of the wanting the right to go to school, which you all have and you all do. So it's just the normal desire to be smarter, to make her life better. So this man came on the bus and he shot her. Now, she woke up. Ten days later, she is alive. She's okay. She woke up ten days later in Birmingham, England, and the doctors told her all about what had happened, and they couldn't and she, they couldn't believe that she was still alive. And so that was a very scary thing. But then her and her family, they all moved to London or England, not London. They moved to England, and she got surgeries, and she became stronger and healthy. And now her family joined her there. And she thought to herself, well, I can live a quiet life 
or I can make the most of this new life. And so she decided to make the most of this new life. So her father helped inspire her, and she and her father helped uh, start something called the Malala Fund, which is a charity that helps girls give, uh, give them the chance to go to school. And because of this, so she's like a, a real champion of school education, learning. So she came out and was told her brave story. And because of her activi- like her activism and being uh, such a good role model to people, she was given the Nobel Peace Prize in 2014, which is very impressive. She's the youngest person to ever get the Nobel Prize. And we've talked about the Nobel Prize before. Malala, or no, pff, Malala, uh, Wangari, she had won it as well. Um, I am not sure who we've all studied that have won the Nobel Peace Prize. But it is one of the most important prizes in the whole world. And she got it to represent, uh, for representing girls who want to go to school. So she's a very brave person. And maybe some of you know about her, I don't know. But her name's Malala Yousafzai, and she is a super inspirational person. And now she lives in England and goes to Oxford University, University of Oxford. And I even saw this week that she had to do some online stuff. I think maybe like, not prom, but uh, some kind of celebration, end of the year celebration that she was part of. So... She's doing well, she's very brave, and we should look to her as an example of how we should be when we're faced with extreme bad ideas. And really, there are some bad ideas out there right now, so be brave, be strong, and stand up for what you believe in. Um, let's see, so that's a girl I wanted to hear, a person I wanted to talk about real quick today. One other quick story about being brave. Um, And then we'll do a picture in our main lesson book. And that'll be it for today. But uh, the the brave raven. I want to tell the story of this brave little raven. Now, there was a family of ravens that lived in the forest. And they're like just like a crow, but they're a little bit bigger. This black bird. And... In the spring, the mommy raven had a bunch of eggs, laid a bunch of eggs, and she roosted on them, sat on them all day, each day, kept them warm, got them, got the food to make herself strong and everything, and then one day they started hatching, and all the shells started cracking out, and little ravens, little baby ravens kept peeking out from each one. Pretty soon there was just one little egg left, and it just didn't hatch. And all the little chicks were chirping around, and the raven was pruning them and getting them ready to be strong little birds. Finally, a day, two days, two days after all the other ones had hatched, this tiny little egg started to move around. Little cracks started to show. Little baby bird poked its baby beak out, and the mommy helped it break free of the shell because it just wasn't even strong enough, and it was so tiny, so tiny. The other babies, even though they'd only been around for two days, they looked at this little little bird and they thought, is that a raven? Because it was so small. 
And of course, it was a brand new baby, so it didn't look black and shiny like a big raven. But the mommy raven, she loved it. And she nudged it and got it ready to clean itself and start gave it some worms for food. And the other ravens started growing days and days. Weeks went by, and the baby, baby runt raven got a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. But it was still very tiny. And when the other ravens started learning how to walk around and do certain things, even fly out of the nest, this baby raven was just not as strong, not as good at things as the other ones. And they laughed at him. They didn't let him play games. They would just make fun of him all day. They'd be like, do you actually fly with those little wings? Those look like chicken wings to me. And the raven would feel sad. And so one day, as the baby raven was trying to practice flying around the nest, the other ravens were like, hey, you know, if you're, you're learning to fly, you should try to fly up to the moon. That's what we used to do when we were your age. <clears throat> and this baby raven thought, oh, wow, how do you get to the moon? That's, oh, no, maybe I should try that. And so that night, the ravens were all going to sleep, and the raven who had said that was sitting on a branch trying to settle in for the night when it heard a little flapping and a little chirping. And that raven looked up and saw this baby raven, the little runt, the tiny one, flapping its little wings, flying a little higher, a little higher, a little higher. And the raven that had told the lie to the baby ra raven thought, oh no. He's going to try to fly to the moon. What have I done? And that raven, all night long, tried to sleep, but he had un unrestful dreams. All night, he heard this little baby wings flapping, and he saw this baby bird getting farther and farther away, closer and closer to the moon. And in the morning, all the ravens woke up, and that raven that had told that little lie to the baby raven, felt disturbed because of the bad night's sleep. And so that raven flew down and looked around, and pretty soon he found the baby raven laying on its back in the bushes with its heart barely beating. And he started squawking, and all the other ravens came down, and the mommy raven came down and was like, Oh, my baby bird. And the baby was laying there motionless. And then all of a sudden, the raven's eyes opened, and it gave a little... <coughs> cough and the raven said I saw you last night you were flying so high it was amazing I was lying I'm sorry I shouldn't have told you and the little baby raven said I know I just wanted to prove to you that I could do it and they were so amazed and they then the raven said did you make it to the moon the baby raven said of course not but I made it as high as I possibly could until my little heart was going to give out and my wings wouldn't take me any higher. And I saw things I had never seen before, maybe some things that are ra no raven had ever seen. And then I flew back down to Earth just to tell you about my adventure. And so all the ravens asked him about the moon adventure. And he became the most popular, most... most um, sought-after raven in the whole clan because they knew he was so brave and that he had seen other things that other ravens had never even seen. And so they 
kind of chose him as their leader, and they followed that raven for the rest of his life. So, For our picture in our main lesson book today, I have drawn... It turned out okay. Just okay. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so what I did here, I did a picture of our raven. So I started out using my black square crayon just to color in the bird's body. And you can see below I did a couple of sequence shots to show you the progression of my picture. So I started out doing just the raven's body uh, standing on a branch. So I used my black square, kind of just going in little circles until I got sort of a raven shape. And then once I got the head and the body sort of shaped out in the bird shape, then I used my baby baby bear corner to just make the little beak and the two legs with three little toes coming off of it and a black eye. I just did a darker spot for the raven's eye. And once I did that, oh, and I did a blue border for my picture because it's kind of a, we're doing a nighttime scene of him flying towards the moon, or that's our goal, hopefully. So then once we got our baby, or yeah, our raven on the branch, I drew our branch, so I just did brown for the stick. And I've, so I've got a raven standing on my branch, and then next I needed to make my moon. So I take my yellow square, and I did my moon in kind of a moon shape. It's basically like a backwards C looking left. And so I colored that in with just using my yellow square, not doing the edges first, just coloring it in until I get the shape of the moon. Now this is where mine kind of went sideways. <laughs> uh, I tried, my original goal was to have it like lighter by the moon and darker as it got farther away, and that just didn't work out. So what I did was I went around, I, well, I did a blue sky, and then I tried to add dark red and some purple to it, and even black, and it just turned, it just kind of looks messy. <laughs> so, yeah, there's some, I don't know what was happening. There was something under my book or something like that, under my paper. But it did not turn out as beautiful as I hoped. So I did some blue starting from the top and just kind of around the moon. And then I after that, I went over it with dark red and then dark purple. And it is what it is. Uh, yeah, I also added... Um, the, Remember, now so you can see like my little baby ravens flying. It's kind of like an M, but it's much flatter than an M. So think about it as just like two short little mounds. If you get it too M-like, it looks like an M in the sky. But if it's kind of flat, it sort of can look like a bird far away. So that's our picture for today and our story for today. Uh, yeah, I want you all to be brave and to think about People who are doing jobs nowadays that are not safe and maybe they're not even making a lot of money for it, but those people are very brave too. Your mailman, you got your grocery store worker, of course your nurses and your doctors and people testing other people, chasing where this disease is going. Those are all very brave people. So it's a time to be brave and it's a time to be smart too. So, all right. I uh, will talk to you all next week. I'll be sending out a lesson on Tuesday, but then a recording on Wednesday, and we are almost done with second grade. So I'll start thinking about 
what we're going to learn in third grade. <laughs> so exciting. All right. Uh, have a lovely weekend and holiday, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.